Here we go. It's been a while since I said that. Welcome to Guardians and Gladiators. I'm your host, Losey, and always with me is my good friend, Dee. How have you been? Well, this is good. We're starting to warm up a little bit. The weather's getting a bit warmer. The polar plunges are over, so we can all kind of <laughs> warm up again. And oh my goodness, there were some cold days out there, and you would know all about that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. It weren't much colder than your polar plunge day, I'll tell you. And I can say from my point of view, Lake Erie is not ready for swimming in yet. Let's just say that. But it was successful. At the end of the day, the goal was 350000 and we got three hundred and forty-six, almost $347,000. So that is pretty wow, impressive, awesome. isn't it? Throughout the province. Yeah, that so. is really awesome. A big shout out to everybody that took part, whether you were a plunger, whether you uh, sponsored a plunger or just made a donation to it. Thank you, everybody, for taking part. We had a lot of fun covering them and reviewing the virtual polar plunges on this show. So that was exciting. Yeah, that was always fun. And here we are back again. And and with our, our uh, return to programming here, we're going to talk some return to programming Special Olympics a little bit later on with a special guest from Special Olympics Ontario, Jeff Charlesworth. So that's exciting. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But before that, we have a special episode or a special segment that we're going to do today. And I don't think we should give it away just yet. Why don't we take a quick break? And when we come back, we will get going with this special segment. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. We will be right back after this. Welcome back to Guardians and Gladiators. Here we go with a new segment that we're doing today. This segment features uh, Lozy out on location. And Lozy, tell us a little bit about what this location is for our first episode here. So a while back, around the, our Christmas time, we had a, a Christmas episode with a, a musical, with a, a music studio called Dreams Come True. So my daughter, Chloe, signed, after that episode, was interested in joining them. So we signed, them, signed her up and we went to their first in-person comeback show over the weekend. And it was awesome. What was it called? Uh, success. Success. <laughs> it's a tough one to say. Yeah. Susical the musical. Yeah. Susical the musical. Yeah. Right. It's based on Dr. Seuss stuff. Is that right? That is right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And this is a, like an actual Broadway show that they they uh, they took off of, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It, it was it was great. A lot Excellent. of fun. Good. And I understand uh, you were able to do a little um, on-site reporting at the time and, and uh, a little, uh, a couple of interviews with some of the people afterwards. Yeah. They uh, got to uh, interview um, Allison Cooper, the uh, director, and that was great. And then a um, couple of the uh, performers that were beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we're going to play a little bit of that audio right now for our listeners. This is the Susical the Musical put on by the Dreams Come True Music Studio. Just walking into the very first 
days come true studio performance in person and it's going to be a great show the last time we talked with dreams come true they were telling us about their zoom performance and today it's back in person and i can't wait to see the show all right so we know you were there that's proof you were there and you were walking in to see it after you did that little recording Losie, give us your critics review of the performance it was it was great you know there was a, a lot of them have great talent on what they have done during it i'm going to give it a 10 out of 10. wow nice good for and you it was so great but what what got me what got me at the end was when they had people speaking and stuff thanking the stuff and and allison came up to the stage and told the story how they got started and stuff but what got me is that i think i think some of our special olympic athletes maybe all of us can take this she said it was not a pro their program is not just because they have special needs it's not a program that these people that did the performances are performers mm -hmm. like everybody else that's right they're not defined because of anything about them they're defined no. because they're performers right? that's right yeah that, it, it was so great excellent i remember um when we had the opportunity to have allison on around christmas after their their virtual show and this is the first show i've missed in quite a while i i was i was sorry to have to miss it but i wasn't able to go on friday but i've seen them in person and i've seen their their zoom ones that we've done the last couple of years you know and she mentioned that at the time that you know basically it doesn't matter who these people are that are up there they're performers yeah. and that's all that matters and, the, the, and they're really good performers too exactly exactly all right. Well, a 10 out of 10, boy, there you go. Uh, that's a great review. So let's go to some more audio of you doing some interviews. And this was right after the show, wasn't it? Yes. We're here with Allison Cooper from Days of Dreams Studio. Last time we talked, we were on uh, talking about your Christmas musical on Zoom. How do you feel about tonight's musical? Oh my gosh, we are so proud of each and every musician and family and caregiver and we had such a full audience. We're just so excited and so happy that our dreams came true. How, how do you feel how it went in person this time instead of on Zoom? Do you know what? We made Zoom work because we did it for two years because we did not want to stop. So yes, it's different. It's really nice to have the reaction from the audience. So I would say, do we prefer in person? Absolutely, but we make both work. Well, thank you, and I enjoyed the show tonight. You guys did fantastic. Thank you, and your daughter, Chloe, did great. Thanks there. Wow. Here with Denver from Dreams Come True Studios. How did you feel about today's performance in person? It was absolutely wonderful, and I'm so glad to be back in person. Did you do any of the Zoom performances? I did. I've been with Dreams for True since the very first show. Wow, that's great. Again, this was a great show. Yes, it was. <laughs> Thanks. Chloe, how was it be doing your first musical? Good. Did you have a lot of fun? Yes. <laughs> okay. Once again, this is Lozy from... Once again, this is Lozy from the podcast of Lozy and D on our very first segment of
out on Losey, and it was a great evening. Great interviews. Wow, it's so cool. You can hear the excitement in everybody's voices that that was right after the show, and everybody seemed to really enjoy it. So good for you. Thanks for, thanks for doing that on-location stuff, Losey on-location, and uh, great, great interviews. So excited we could share that with everybody. Because as we said, um, Dreams Come True Music Studio hold a special place in our hearts and now even more so with Chloe and, and your family being involved with them as well. So great job yeah. out there. Great job to everybody involved. Congratulations to Allison and the whole crew. Chloe, her first performance. Proud dad, right? <laughs> yes, I am. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, that's exciting. And speaking of exciting, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we will have Jeff Charlesworth from Special Olympics Ontario on to share some exciting news about returning to sport. And welcome back to Guardians and Gladiators. Our guest today is Jeff Charlesworth. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much, guys. Happy to be here. Hey, Jeff. Good to have you here. So, Thanks. Jeff, we are in an exciting time right now for Special Olympics, especially considering the last couple of years. Uh, I know I've had to deal with this guy on a weekly basis. <laughs> going, oh, when are we going to get to play floor hockey? Wine, wine, wine all the time. Oh, so, there is no wine. <laughs> so I think it's been happening all over the province, right? But we're hitting a, a good time right now where things are starting to become a little more optimistic. Is that is that right? Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of people are really excited to get back on the field or the court or the diamond or whatever it is. It's been a long time away and uh, they're just ready to get back to it, I think. Perfect. Perfect. So let's just talk a little bit about what your role is with Special Olympics, Jeff. Yeah, so I'm the program consultant for Southwest Ontario, which means that I'm kind of the liaison between the coaches and the community councils in all those southwestern cities. London being one of them. Uh, and I just try to help them along with uh, running their programming and any any communication that goes to the head office kind of goes through me, I'm the middleman. Perfect. Nice. How long, how long have you uh, worked with Special Olympics? So uh, I've been involved with Special Olympics for about 10 years. I started off as just a volunteer coach with the track and field program, the North York Jets. We were very successful. Uh, and then when I decided to make Special Olympics my full-time career, I got a job in the schools program, which meant I went around the province to high schools and put on basketball tournaments, floor hockey tournaments, bocce tournaments, e everywhere all over across Ontario, from Windsor to Cornwall to Thunder Bay. And it was awesome. It was, you get to see a lot of people. Every time I walked, in, walked into the gym, I was like a rock star. They were really happy to be, for, to be there and for me to be there. And uh, yeah. And then after the pandemic, I moved into this role uh, with uh, as the program consultant. When you talk about the school programs, it's funny. I, I think back to the early days of the school programs with Special Olympics, and I know from a Tortron perspective, showing up to some of the, I think we called them Four Corners events at that time, yeah. and they were just a select few throughout the province. And we, we were fortunate enough to have Kirsten on um yeah. several weeks ago and you know we kind of went back to those early days of, of the school programs it's just phenomenal to see how much it's grown and then culminating up to a couple of years ago with the the school championships in toronto it, it sure has with the uh yeah so there was the four corners that started off i think it was just four events in a single year 
and then it built up to I don't know close to 200 I think the year the last year that I was involved and it culminated in that uh, high school championship so the school age championships in Toronto which was just a massive event international uh, and I was working the track and field venue at U of T it was just great to see people from different countries just coming to really enjoy the, the competition. Yeah, and we were able to combine um, with the provincial floor hockey champions, weren't we? Because uh, my right, partner yeah. here was was there competing, weren't you, Lozy? <laughs> yeah, in floor hockey. Yeah, we've talked a lot about those <laughs> over the course of our program here about uh, how much fun the 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 tournament was and and the opening ceremonies and everything. And, and oh just, yeah, it was it was so great to see it. Um, Something on a scale that I hadn't seen before, for sure. Yeah, it was great. And, and I'm sure you probably see a lot of spinoff from these school programs into the actual Special Olympics programs in the communities with maybe some people who weren't aware of it or, or hadn't been introduced to Special Olympics before and, and through these programs have probably now become part of the community programs. Absolutely. And that was part of our goal as we went from city to city and high school to high school. We'd link in the, the local coaches. So if I was doing a floor hockey tournament in Sudbury, I'd get the community floor hockey coach from Sudbury to come in and talk to the, the athletes and say, when you're ready, we have a team waiting for you and just try to link them up to that next level. Excellent. It's almost like a farm system, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Very good. So, so as, what, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Lozi. So what's, what's next? What's the next big thing that's going to come out of this pandemic for, for sports? So the big thing we're working on right now is hometown games. It's kind of our reintroduction back to competition. I know everyone's been itching to get back on the field and have some games for real, some real competition. So there's 11 sports that we're, we're working on, the spring and the summer sports. We're gonna to try to have as many competitions as we can across Ontario. So I know for the spring sports, I think it's basketball, bowling, both five, pin and 10, plus swimming, and then all the summer sports as well. Thanks. Excellent. And uh, I understand um, like community, these are all going to take place in individual communities, right? As opposed to like the, the provincial games that we'd have and everyone would travel to one kind of major city. These are all going to be happening in several smaller communities, right? That's right. So we're, we're trying to, we're trying to get as many as we can. If we could have 20 basketball tournaments, we would do that, but there's just the, uh, the infrastructure is just not quite there yet. But uh, I think for like, we're just trying to give as many opportunities as we can. Some of the tournaments are going to be smaller than what we're used to. I know one of the tournaments I'm working on a basketball tournament right now, we've only got two cities, but that's fine. We're just going to do a best of five and we're just going to have everybody have a great time. And yeah. And some of the tournaments are going to be bigger, going to have seven, eight, nine cities coming in all into one place. Great. And I think there's one coming up later this month in St. Thomas, isn't there with us being in the Southwestern Ontario area? Yeah. So that's the first event we've got going. I'm running that one. So the St. Thomas basketball uh, at the same, and that's on April 23rd. Uh, and then at the same time, I think there's a couple of bowling tournaments that same weekend. That's our kickoff weekend for hometown games, April 23rd and 24th. Great. And there's lots more information on the Special Olympics Ontario website in relation to hometown games. Absolutely. It's, it's all over the website or, and you can check in with your coach or any volunteers that you know, and they'll have some information that they can get for you as well. Great. Now, I know that generally uh, they use provincial games and national games to qualify for world games. And, and uh, the world games, I think, have been confirmed 2023 for Berlin, if I'm not mistaken. That's, that's correct, yeah. So will they be using these hometown games as any type of qualifiers for that? Or will they play a part in it at all? Or do we know that yet? So each situation is going to be 
different. And especially with some of the sports that, that we're starting off, the spring sports, not everyone, let's say for an example, an Ottawa basketball player, there's no tournament in Ottawa because we couldn't find a host. So there's not an equal playing field. So for some of the sports, we're going to have to come up with a different way to qualify someone because the opportunities just aren't there. Sure. But when we can, we'll use these uh, hometown games as qualifying information. Excellent. Good. Yeah, every little bit helps, right? Good. Especially when there's been yeah. nothing happening for a couple of years. Right, exactly. Good, good. Well, can you contain your excitement over there, Mr. Lozon? Yes, yes, yeah? I can. You're pretty happy about this all starting to happen. He's yeah. looking forward to some golf this summer just, and maybe just oh, too yeah. bad. Just too bad we couldn't get get this going with the winter sports. Well, but, and, but we're going to keep it rolling. So uh, once these first rounds of the spring and summer are going, if it's a big success, and we think it will be, we're just going to keep it rolling with more tournaments, more tournaments, so winter sports, everything. Any sport that you're participating in, we'll find a way to get something going for you. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, you got out there for a little bit this year for hockey, but it was kind of hit yeah. and miss and interrupted a bit. But I'm sure by the time next year, you'll be, you'll be back to playing normal games again. Keep our fingers crossed. Yep. Good, good. Well, Jeff, we really appreciate you joining us today. It's great getting that information. I know a lot of our listeners are excited and they can't wait to get back to their sports. And I'm sure these announcements about hometown games are going to make everybody really excited for some, not only competition, but they're going to get to see a lot of their friends and a lot of people that they haven't seen in, in quite a long time. So that's the thing. Like, let's, let's just get back out there. And some of these tournaments are just going to be for fun, but it's just going to be a lot of fun for everyone to get out and see their friends, do a little competition. Excellent. Yep. Good stuff. Good news all around. And it's about time. It's been a couple of years of bad news. <laughs> so we're excited about this. Jeff, thanks again for joining us. And Thank you guys. Lozi and I, Lozi and I will be right back after this. And welcome back to Guardians and Gladiators. And what a fantastic show we had. We had a location interviews and a review. And we had Jeff Charlesworth, what a great guy he is. Yeah. Exciting stuff, wasn't it? Great performances. It was. And, and I just, you know, I know that everything that Jeff told us there, I know all of the athletes that are listening, you have every right to get excited because it's been a long time and it sounds like competition is on its way back. And there'll be, there'll be chances to get out and see everybody and socialize as well as, of course, compete in these sports that everybody loves to compete in. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping to make it to as many of these hometown games as I can. Um, you know, we're, we're excited and uh, who knows, maybe we, uh, maybe we have a little, we have some interviews on scene from some of these uh, athletic competitions. We find out uh, afterwards how the athletes are feeling that would be exciting that we can share with everybody what do you think yeah that'd be great great awesome all right well thank you everybody again for joining us this week we hope you enjoyed the show we uh will be back with you shortly with some new guests and new episodes so once again thanks for joining us on guardians and gladiators and we look forward to seeing you again until next time folks be safe be kind have a good week <laughs>